Don't worry. Nobody could forget your style. <laughs> no, no, I'm distinctive. Okay, here we go. I'm special. Sorry. Stop laughing. <laughs> uh, Hillary, one finger pointing out is three fingers pointing back at you. <laughs> Good morning, everyone, and welcome to This Show Has Everything. This week, we promised to include the Amazon shaming we didn't get to last week, Tom Hanks' blatant theft of my guffaw, and things or behaviors we hope the pandemic has killed forever. And I hate to use that word, but some things needed to be killed. Coming to you um, from the bubble here, uh, the charismatic, charismatic megafauna and hummingbird-rich <laughs> mountain room studios at the ranch in Manchac, Texas. I'm your humble and hobbled host, Mike Frizzell, also known as the Jail Dude. And I'm flanked this morning by three of my favorite road dogs. Finally got rid of Bobby. Man, it's tough to, to lose here. that tail. <laughs> Shake that. <laughs> First of whom, of whom you're speak, is speaking right now. And he, she's tied for my second favorite tall American after my biological sister. Um, don't ever add her from the Land Lake Studios in New Brighton, Minnesota. It's Anne with a plan Lundholm. Good morning, Anne. Good morning. I have so many things to say about that <laughs> intro. I don't know where to start. <laughs> Let's get into it. I mean, the, the others can wait. I mean, the Sorry. bubble? Is this like yeah. the NBA bubble? Yeah, I'm podcasting this, safely from inside the, the bubble. What's the season schedule? What are they feeding you for lunch? Well, a lot of podcasts have gotten canceled so far because some some people, have, <laughs> some animals and people have gotten outside the bubble, and you know we've had some we've had some infection right here, so <laughs> we're laying right, out the... some suspensions for for some of the animals here. You just couldn't stop yourself from getting those wings at that strip joint. I could not. I could not. Okay, let me talk about that for a second. Well, hang on, you other two. Yeah, the wings yeah the Mike, Mike and I joint. are having a conversation now. Okay, this guy. Don't let this, us interrupt. This guy was allowed out of the NBA bubble to go to a funeral. Um, so he went to a funeral. I think it was in Atlanta, and Atlanta's you know famous for its strip clubs and apparently famous for the wings at uh, some of these strip clubs, which I don't <laughs> I don't doubt they probably do a great job with the wings. You know, um, you got to have something there for the gay guys who are still trying to pass. <laughs> Yeah, for something for them to look at and play for with the guys who tell their wives they're just going there for lunch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But <clears throat> here's the thing: this guy got photographed, and he he might have gotten away with it had he not been wearing the uh, coronavirus mask, uh, the NBA mask that had been provided to him by the league when he went in, into the bubble. So, uh, what a genius! So, yeah, not not the smartest guy. Anyway, Anne, anything else from the intro you want to? Uh, yeah, you said Amazon you shaming. This is not a shaming process. This is a celebration of you supporting us with your Amazon purchases. By I don't want anybody to think that they're <laughs> they're going to be shamed. I want to encourage this behavior. Yes, it's, please. It's important to keep in mind, though, that we don't know who bought what. Like, exactly. We don't no, know names. no. Unless to me, you, unless to me, it's like a roast, though. You know, like like if you ordered something you, and you're like, I hope they roast, roast me on this one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what else you got in? 
No, that's a nid for now. Okay. Um, speaking of uh, highly ranked tall Americans in my direct orbit, let's bring in our other lady scientist hiding out at the Glassman Subaru Studios in Southfield, Michigan, just to pretend shit ain't really happening. At her house, it's uh, Meredith <laughs> Van. I first swear to do no harm. Uh, good morning. I moved to Southfield. <laughs> okay. You're hiding. You're at Glassman Subaru Studios. Yes, that's true. You're that's hi- true. And the suburbs are doing a little bit better than, than the city. So. I mean, I wouldn't podcast from your house. So much, so much hammering and sawing. And, you know. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get into that later. All right. Less tall. But with a heart yeah. as big as the neighborhood pool, the artist uh, formerly known as the diva of Dallas, the Memphis Belle, the San Francisco Treat, and a SoCal mall rat, it's Hillary Livingston Butler. Hello, Hillary. Wow, oh, you on? really did cover all of my That's locations. Did I, I get it? You did. I'm impressed. Good job. Right. Nicely done. Uh, yes, I think I am going to he- head to the pool later today because it's, you know, 100 fucking degrees out. It's so. awful. There's like nothing else. To- Yesterday, this is so Texas. Yesterday, I went to the grocery store. But Dave and I do these things where we're like, we got to get out of the house. So I'm just going to go on a drive. Like he'll go on a drive and I'll go on a drive, just like meander around the neighborhood. So I drove for a little bit and I was like, okay, it's time to go to HEB. It was 100 degrees when I got in the car. Fine, whatever. It is what it is. And then I parked and I was like, it looks a little stormy. I parked in the HEB parking lot. And then it just started downpouring. Like, I could not get out of the car. It was, it was a great lightning. storm. We opened the doors it, and windows. It was fucking It was great, except awesome. I was at the parking lot. So I'm just sitting, <laughs> I'm sitting in the HEB parking lot, and it went from 100 degrees to 72 degrees. Oh, in about, yeah. um, awesome. I know, so 15 good. minutes or something. I've definitely was, gotten trapped in the in my car in the parking lot at a central market. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, yep. eh, okay, what do well, I do? It's right. either the rain, because the, the downpours there are insane, or it's the, the, the grackles. Yeah, have trapped me in the car and I can't get out. Well, and there's always one time when you're like, it's not raining that bad. I can oh. get in there. Yeah. You make that mistake once. <laughs> no, like, I know. No, no, no. I'm not trying to be in a wet t-shirt contest today, I was about so... to say, you got to be real careful about what bra you're wearing if you're going to make that gamble. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, all I do is wear freaking workout clothes anyway, so it doesn't matter. But, um, but yes, uh, it's hot and I'm going to the pool and... Those are all my locations, so nicely done. I do oh, have pool you. envy. Me oh. too. It, I'm not a pool guy. Never, never. I, I mean, I pool. like the look of it. I like the aesthetic. I like that pools exist, but it, it's never been like, I wasn't one of those kids who was like, is there a pool at the place? I'm oh, like, I, I, we would go to my grandmother's house in Washington, D.C., and I would be running through her house, like, t- like ripping my clothes off as a little kid, like ripping my clothes off to go put my bathing suit on. I'm like, I can't wait. Like, I don't know why, what it is about a pool. When we would go on vacation, we, I, would, I didn't care about where we were going or what we were going to see. I wanted to mm-hmm. swim in the hotel pool. That was oh, all course. I cared about. A lot of about. people were like that. A lot of kids yeah. are like that. And, and frankly, I, I like a pool. I am not into an unregulated body of water. Yes. Because there's fish in there yeah. and other things that could bite me. And I grew up the rocks are slimy and stuff. And yeah, we my the pond where my dad a pond. It's it's a tiny lake. It may as well be a pond. But you it, it the 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 shore is so yucky. It's my dad wanted to keep it natural, so he didn't dump sand on it and kill everything like everyone else did. Which means you have to take the paddle boat out to the middle of the lake if you want to swim. And there's a there's like a, a floaty thing out there. And but if even there, your your feet are going to get bit by turtles. Mm. Yeah, it's not good. Uh, if you're lucky, it's your feet. Right? You know what I'm saying, guys? Right? 
<laughs> yes, I want some chemicals in my body of water. <laughs> Wait, right. Mike, what are you saying? Are you saying that you, you shuck off those trunks once you get into the water <laughs> or that the turtles are going up the trunk leg? I'm just saying, why tempt fate? I mean, do you have a protective net Isn't there, there some other recreating we can do besides something where a turtle could possibly get at your business? <laughs> Doesn't wow. matter how much investigation he has to do. If I'm playing basketball, he's not finding my business. <laughs> All right. Uh, as usual, we'll have some more small talk just like this. Your mail uh, plus responses to the question of the week about throwing out the first pitch. And then maybe some T-She recommends. We're not monsters, so of course we will try to keep the house. But maybe we forgot to water the lawn. Let's face it, the lawn and the parakeet have both seen better days in the August heat. Finally, we will let you... All know how to get involved with the show, but uh, who am I handing the keys off to here? Uh, that would be Anne. Yeah. I know, and now I'm just realizing that I, I don't have... Does anybody else have the Facebook group open? Oh, oh. hold on. Mm-hmm. Let me no, I I quickly open it. Look at this, because we ha- after our space show, now two weeks ago, we had a little uh, interesting post on our Facebook group from... Um, family of the show my brother matt uh about something that is near and dear to to my Mm -hmm. part um space camp is dying sorry (laughs) space camp's in trouble (laughs) guys the pandemic is killing space camp before we have a chance to get into space <laughs> how how are we going to recruit people into the space force if there's no space camp? You know, like a, a space combine where we can work the kids out and see, like, who's going to be good in space force? Exactly. I think I said something on the post to the effect of, "How will I get accidentally blasted into space with my fellow teens if there's no space camp?" Yeah. But Anne, have you looked at the GoFundMe lately? No, not since Matt posted it that first day. One million one hundred eighty-two thousand dollars. I mean. <sighs> How much so, are we going for? 1.5. So it's very close. Oh, and there's yeah. four more days. I okay. Think, no, it's been running for four days. Wow. If they don't make the goal, though, it, it's all over. If they're $1 short. No, that's Kickstarter. That's Kickstarter. <laughs> Go find me. You get to keep whatever Sorry, guys. you make. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Pretty close. I'm just saying to our Tishi listeners, if you care about me... <laughs> Please Anne needs to go. It, she needs to go to space accidentally and save. Please save the world. That's yeah. what needs to happen. Yes, for through a series of circumstances that involve a robot that I can't explain to you because it's too ridiculous. I do need to get into space and then learn that the white man is always. <laughs> The one who's fit to be the actual leader of the crew, even though I desperately have wanted it all my life. I can be the pilot, not the shuttle commander. Mm. The more I think about it, space camp is kind of um, fucked up. (laughs) Wait, should we be saving it? Because it's the slacker guy who just agreed to go to space camp because his dad bought him a Jeep and really doesn't want anything to do with this, who learns that he is a true leader. And the girl who has been preparing to be a Ugh. shuttle commander her entire life learns that, no, no, this is not for her to be in charge. Ugh. I need to watch this. It sounds like a good sports movie <laughs> with some really good misogyny mixed in. <laughs> and a robot. <laughs> and some great 80s bullies. Are there any uh, magical black people in this, in this there movie? There is! 
He's not magical, but I mean, I can do one of his scenes. Not with that attitude. Do, do, do you want me to do one of Rudy's scenes? It's a scene between Rudy and Kevin. And he's like, people at my school, they're always saying, why are you taking science, Rudy? Why are you taking science? But he asks me if I like science. Do you like science? I love science. Now ask me if I'm any good at it. Not so hot, huh? I can continue with this as long as I I'm like, I'm like hey, wow. Moving the needle. Wow. <laughs> Good job. Mm-hmm. Is that your, like, that's your, like, if you're trying out for something, that's your, like, that's monologue. monologue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is Anne Lundholm with a monologue yeah. from Space Camp. If my brother was, Carl was here, we could do most of the dialogue from Space Camp <laughs> off the top of our domes. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, yeah, save it. I don't right. know. I'm, I don't know. Just, I don't know if they need the money, but think good thoughts for space. They do. Camp. They do. They always need the money. It's for the kids. It's for the kids. For I'm the kids. still angry at my mother for telling me I couldn't go to space camp because it wasn't quote unquote practical. Mm. What is more practical than science jeep, camp? What she meant is it's expensive and you're never going to be an astronaut. Yeah. Too tall. Crush my dreams. Too tall. Um, Hillary, why are you mad at pop culture happy hour? I, they're like my nemesis. I don't, I don't always listen to them, but like, I don't know why they just get under my skin. But this week in particular, I was like enraged because they had, they said something that was like my idea and I'm like still mad about it. Yeah. Uh, what's her face? The, the host of it, um, whose name I'm forgetting right now. Linda she her recommendation this week was literally going to be my recommendation this week and I'm enraged by it it was to watch 90s thrillers because that's all I've been doing and she literally like has been watching my every single movie that I've watched the firm the pelican brief the client sneakers the fugitive legal legal (laughs) thrillers no just any thrillers any any 90s that's a oh black widow no that's 80s i'm so i I love the genre see the reason why and she she did say this but i was like that's my idea um but she did say it's because in the 90s and i guess kind of in the like late 80s as well the the it's a like it's a niche that doesn't really exist as much anymore because it doesn't make a ton of like as much money as a marvel movie but it's like high quality yet relatively simple to follow movies you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like you have a star you have a good director you have good production value but the story is not like it's not like watching something that makes your brain kind of harder that you really have to think about it's just like a thriller it's a fun thriller like a high quality thriller and they don't make them anymore because they're sort of expensive it's expensive to get harrison ford to do something uh that's not star wars or you know it's just not worth it because it's only gonna make a hundred million dollars which is good but it's not a billion dollars but movies like like no way out you know it's it's like they're People aren't making these movies. They're well, and if they make them, them now, they make them for like Netflix or something, and the quality yeah. isn't quite there. Like it might be okay, no. but for some reason, it just really peaked in the nineties. Yeah, just a huge star and a and yeah. a you know charismatic cast around, and yeah. just a easy to follow yet seems complicated story. And it's yes. exciting, but you know it's going to turn out okay in the yes. end. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's like not for the lady usually. Not for no, I know. Not for the ladies. No, no, yeah, it never does. Double Jeopardy. That's another good. I mean, it's so that is a <laughs> stupid movie, but Ooh, the <laughs> Ashley fun, Judd though. thriller <laughs> lives in a league of its own. No. <laughs> um, yeah, so I I was just mad because I was like, this is what I was doing. Don't hop on my thing, Linda. 
bullshit. But but I do actually, I mean, that's sort of a Hillary recommends, TG recommends is that I, 90s thrillers are really fun. And a lot of them are available on Netflix right now. I think The Firm is available on Netflix right now. And mm-hmm. she mentioned this, which actually made me laugh. Watching the the fashion for men in the 90s, is everything was very <laughs> blousy. <laughs> like yes. Tom, Tom Cruise's shirt is like four the, sizes the too giant big. suits. <laughs> what was the McConaughey one? A Time uh, to Kill. Time to Kill. And then uh, Damon oh, was like the Rainmaker. Yeah. Time to Kill. Okay, there's this is just like a personal Hillary's horny corner, just like this one scene. And I've tried to find like a screen cap. I need to almost just rent it so I can like take a picture of it. There is a scene in which Matthew McConaughey has driven home drunk. Like, that's bad. And he is like, he comes out. It's the morning after. I think he's talking to Sandra Bullock and he's on like a stoop. And he laughs because he parked his car really funny because he was drunk when he came home. And it's the hottest like any person has ever looked like ever. <laughs> and no, I need to yeah. find it. And the thing is like Matthew McConaughey now like, does not do it for me. But then he was just like perfect looking. Oh, that was the first thing I ever saw him in. Yeah. I think when I, and when I went to see it, I was like, oh who is this like <laughs> glistening, shining man? <laughs> so sweaty. Hillary, what the was the movie? The whole movie was very sweaty and horny. Uh, with Carrie Bradshaw and Terry Bradshaw. Oh, and, oh, failure to launch. Failure thing. to launch, right. Okay. <clears throat> so I'm, I was watching that movie a couple weeks ago for the first time and uh it's all right and and the scene that struck me that could have if I'd seen it when I was younger might have changed changed my sexual orientation <laughs> completely was him and Bradley Cooper and yeah. the little guy from uh, from The Hangover, the guy that gets stuck on the roof in The Hangover, they're sitting out on paddle boards with their shirts off and just the sun glistening off these guys. And I'm like, woo. <laughs> Me? <laughs> yeah. Ooh. A lot wow. of McConaughey's early movies yeah. were like woo. that. Yeah. <laughs> he was so much sexier. I, he he just has plugs now, and you can kind of like see them a little bit. Well, and he's getting kind of leathery. Magic yes. Mike, and he gone. wore his he pants so weird. low, but it it wasn't. I was like, I don't want to get on that. Not no. too long ago, we saw something that helped launch his career, and it was one of those shows. I think it was like Forensic Files or some such, where they did reenactments mm. of the murder, and oh, and he good. he was uh he was not a murderer. He was someone who tried to stop the murder and and got killed himself or something. And it was just he looked like he was sixteen, and and it was amazing. It, it was like I don't even know if it's on his IMDb, but oh. uh, but I, I I think we saw it, and I was. like, is that fucking Matthew McConaughey? And and we looked it up, and he, sure enough, um, you know, young actor. Before he could get that shirt off, he had to do he had to do some things. <laughs> had to do some murder reenacting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We all got to pay our dues, I guess. All right, enough small talk, enough McConaughey talk. Um, <laughs> um, let's get into the mailbag and. Uh, in particular, the question of the week from last week, which is, would you throw out the first pitch at a ball game? I guess, like, first and foremost, Meredith, you and I need to answer that question. Wait, right? stop. What? Stop. Pause. Uh, 1992, McConaughey was on an episode of Unsolved Mysteries. Oh, oh there you go. Oh, my God. Unsolved Mysteries. <laughs> what is the episode number? I have to find it. <laughs> Man, yeah, he was just you grinding it out. I was looking, uh, I was looking up uh, one of those unsolved mysteries episodes the other day because um i'm trying to write about uh um 
my my old criminal days and I had to find the episode that I was sitting with my wife and watching when I figured out that I might might could rob some banks. Really? And I found the oh. episode and you can watch it and I oh, even yeah. watched You've the said segment. This before, haven't you? Yeah, it's amazing wow. and and yeah, you can you I'm get, you can get your McConaughey. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Anne. We needed that seriously. Let's like <laughs> we needed to close that loop. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. Thanks, thanks. I thought it was, thought it was forensic files, yeah. but yeah, yeah it's actually unsolved mystery. Um, I can answer this question of the week very quickly if you like. Um, yes, the, the, <laughs> the answer is absolutely not. Um, first of all, there's a couple reasons for this. First of all, I'd probably be about as good as Fauci, maybe worse. Um, second of all, uh, my shoulders are so friggin' oh, yeah. delicate. I would be in physical therapy for a year <laughs> if I threw a baseball. So no, at baseball, nope. You could go fast pitch style, la- lady style, underhand. Know? Yeah, I mean, it would probably just hurt me in a different way. It yeah. still has that massive <laughs> wind up. Though. Yeah, you have yeah. to windmill it. You know, that's true. My, my cousin was a really good softball player, um, and she actually coached the Garfield team last year to a. Um, Phyllis's um, alma mater. She coached them to a state, I think, championship. Um, but, Bulldogs, baby. yeah. And she, anyway. But I would watch her pitch here. She, uh, Mike, she went to Westlake. She was really good. And but it like hurt my arm watching that pitch. Yeah. Well, no, you can the that sort of pitching you can do for a lot longer than overhand. Yeah, pitching. Yeah. <laughs> it's but a still, lot Meredith's, less damaging Meredith's to you. Shoulder. Oh, yeah. If delicate. your shoulder's already messed up, then don't do it. I just got it. out of it, physical it therapy since January. I'm not going back. Yeah. <laughs> Can't take me back there. Okay. Um, I think that my answer is a slightly more complicated because I would not be able to throw it very well, much like Meredith. I mean, I don't have messed up shoulders, more just that I don't have athletic prowess. But I love attention so much yeah, that I'd want yeah. to do it. <laughs> yeah, to me, that's like the Faucian bargain. You, you get to you get to do you get to be famous for that like twenty seconds. That should have been the title last week. <laughs> yes, but you're gonna fire it into the stands. See, yeah. the attention is another reason I wouldn't want to do it. There's no way I would ever want to be out there in front of a million yeah. people failing at throwing a ball. Yeah. Oh, I know. I kind of see. The thing is, I'm in the middle. It's like I don't want attention. I don't want negative attention, but I would like some positive attention. So I, I'm going to need to be able to get it to the catcher for this to be a satisfying experience for me. You want the glory? I want yeah, the at least the on my confidence. Terms. You yeah. know, not not. It's not like you know, sign this guy up. Another four guys tested positive. You know, it, not that. I don't need that. But I just need <laughs> to get it to the catcher. Uh, okay, well, y'all's responses were uh, plenty, and yeah. uh, we got some good ones. So David Toucher said, been there, done that, and you had a back and forth with him, well, right? Well, right? well, well. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, he, uh, <clears throat> yeah, he, he, he had an experience, and, and he, it was positive yeah. for him, I think, yeah. right? It's very cool. Uh, Kalina coming in with, can my cat come with me? <laughs> all right. All right. She's out of control with the cats coming along on the adventures. Um, Ellen, short American mid says, does the ball need to land in a particular spot? <laughs> good question. No. Um, that one is good because that's like exactly how I feel. Um, well, well, the thing is there's, there is no middle ground to make you more famous. Like, uh, George Bush, um, the younger is famous because after nine eleven he fired one in there. Yeah, and, and he was, was wearing strike. like a million bulletproof vests. Yeah, and, and it was stuff. a big moment. 
for for the country. Yeah. It was fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. And then, but the rest of almost every first pitch you will ever see on film and and put on ESPN forever is a shitty one. Right. So. Yeah. Just don't be that shitty. Watch those videos and don't be as shitty as the least shitty one. You don't need to be George Bush. You're not gonna. You're not gonna get that glory shot. That that's gonna live forever as the best first pitch. It just is. And George Bush also like owned a baseball team, so he was yep. around those people. It, for it was a long tiny. Time. Yeah, it was natural. Yeah. You know, yeah. he was a ringer uh, of sorts. Yeah. yeah. But to your point, Mike Fauci has now lowered the bar so much. <laughs> you can be pretty bad. Yep. Yep. Wow, he really um, spiked that motherfucker. That's what scientists are good for. That's why we stay behind the scenes. Exactly. So, so Ellen, you couldn't do any worse than Fauci, and you probably you could probably post up on him. I mean, he's he's a short, very short American. So, um, Ed- Edward Madsen said, "Absolutely." Like, is there any answer to this question that isn't yes? And I would have to say, yeah. yes. Sure. <laughs> um. Jean Carroll says, I would for sure. Our granddaughter threw out the first pitch at the Dayton Dragons game. They are a fantastic farm team for the Reds. Last couple of years, she has been hired on the green team. The folks, the folks that run around shooting t-shirts and doing entertainment between innings. Alas, not this year. Now that a little back and forth about, about Dayton and that, and that team. And Gregory showed me on Google maps where the, where the stadium is. And you know, we have to go next time we go to Dayton. So thanks. I'd like to use a t-shirt cannon. Mike, yes. that strikes yeah. me as something I would that do you've that. probably done. Right? I would, I would, I've never held a t-shirt cannon, but I think right now it's more important than ever to get some interns out there in mass <laughs> and firing t-shirt cannons into those cardboard cutouts of people. And then you just got to go pick up the t-shirt and put it back in the cannon. I guess I'd have to think about the recoil, but I would consider yes. doing a t-shirt yes. cannon for sure. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I think cannon might be a little strong. Yeah, that might be a little too much. Um, Barb said, absolutely. And I practiced off a mound, so I didn't look like a dork. Barb would fucking fire that thing in there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't doubt it. Barb uh, knows what she's doing with the baseball. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Um, Megan Coughlin says, and have thousands of people or hundreds at a Mariners game <laughs> simultaneously stare at and ignore me. No, thank you. <laughs> um, Kenneth said, I will answer like Anne did lol no i would not but i would shoot a half court uh basketball at a chance for a large amount of money i need a financial incentive to shoot in front of a large maybe someday <laughs> in the future group of people yep yep can being smart yeah. on this mm-hmm. yeah. what do you what do you get for throwing out the first pitch yeah. nothing nothing gosh i remember on tbtl i mean i listened to it after the fact but when luke did the pitch you could tell how nervous he was before i mean i just can't even imagine those nerves oh, like course. right before oh well um, here, here's the thing too the half court shot i don't think i've ever seen a highlight of someone missing a half court shot no matter how badly they miss it's not that remarkable maybe if you shot at the wrong basket or something ha 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 <laughs> but the only way you're i mean you will be famous if you hit it because you'll be at least on the local news yeah and then yeah. maybe uh, maybe on some other you know news outlets. So there's That's a good point. There's not a lot of downside for the for the yeah. It, it's so anticlimactic if you don't make it that yeah everyone's like, nobody's oh, gonna whatever. another asshole that. missed the shot. Because mm-hmm. yeah. your chances your chances of throwing it to the catcher should be decent. Your chances of throwing in a half court shot if you're not like a basketball player who practices them all the time are not good. So yeah. no one's yeah. expecting it to go in. Yeah. Right, and if you're six feet to the left of the hoop, whatever. Yeah, yeah. it doesn't look crazy. It's probably hard no. to tell. No one's waiting TV for anyway. the 
ball, you know, except the ball boys wait for it to stop bouncing and then they go pick it up. That is like the most embarrassing when it's like the catcher has to go like away. Uh, actually, I think um, <laughs> I think Kate posted it and it, it is actually really funny when Gary Delabate, Baba Bowie, um <laughs> when he uh, the first pitch, I think at the Mets game, it was so I mean, it was so wild. It was like, <laughs> it was like well, it was, a couple of years ago, uh, uh, a woman, I, I, I think she was just like, you know, an advertiser or something. She wasn't somebody famous, but she just she she did a nice job with the her velocity uh but she hit the uh, photographer right in the right in the business oh. Oh. And, uh, and the guy went down hard and uh to me that that's a that's actually kind of a successful one yeah i bet that gets replayed a lot it does yes it does. Um, okay, Andrea Ballard said, Dear God, no. I have to use a chuck it just to throw a ball to my dog. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that would be yeah. great to use a chuck it. <laughs> yeah. Um, Kelly Shannon said, I did it. Fan, appreciate, fan appreciation night 2001. It was the first of three first pitches. That night, that ni- sorry, that night, the real third first pitch to start the game was the <laughs> one millionth fan in Safeco Field. It was still a dream come true. That's cool. The uh, real third first pitch. <laughs> no, I know. I, know. I really like Whoa. just tripped on that one. Um, um, then Kristen, God, I, I wish this was more of a visual medium because her, y'all need to go to her the Facebook page and look at this because it's hilarious. All of the screen grab of me, quote unquote, catching a home run speak for itself. The guy in the gray hoodie is my boyfriend. I'm the other person. And her boyfriend is just... <laughs> I had to look really hard to find her. <laughs> it's like what other person? She's the one like cringing behind She's the rail. Hiding. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh man, it's really funny. Um, Megan Keane said, "Only if I can granny it. My only prayer of getting anywhere close yeah. to over the plate. That's yeah, it's fine. Mm-hmm. Nobody's looking for like you know behind the head and then wind up pitch. I, I mean, maybe Mike is, but I think everybody's just like, you know, let's just get it. Well, across I think then. Luke put too much." stank on it with the checking the runners and all well that yeah he's he, he always gotta be a comedian mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um and then scott says in a heartbeat then i'd have a hot dog with mustard relish and raw onions accompanied yes. by a tasty beverage yes i thought that was a good cap <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. scott's got the right idea yeah that sounds good to me oh i can't wait until we can go back come on back i'm gonna get people. myself a 14 dollar hot dog <laughs> yes exactly you Ooh, come speaking to- of vaccine you guys what? Henry Ford is uh, signed up as one of the sites for the phase three Moderna vaccine trial. Nice. Oh. Yes. So I signed up. Well, I didn't. I, I, I put in an application for eligibility and they review mm-hmm. and I think they want high risk people and I'm not really that high risk because I don't go anywhere. Um, but I'm going to I'm going to do it if I can. Good. Looking forward to seeing if your arm like shrivels off. Yes. <laughs> They've already done human trials and they're fine. So I'm not scared about it at all. I, I know. I want to get this thing out so we can go back to normal. I know. I know. Some kind of normal, but there are some things that could probably new. stick around. Yeah. <laughs> so if you're in the Detroit area, sign up. You have to go to a physical site a few times. So it doesn't work if you're far away. But if you're if you're around here, go to the Henry Ford website and sign up. Cool. They can't mail you the vaccine? I wish <laughs> you just poke it in yourself. Well, that that just opens the door to vaccine fraud. Yes, um, yeah. Yeah. widespread vaccine injuries. <laughs> God, don't even get me started. <laughs> Do your research. Do your research on your own. 
Yeah, I'm, on YouTube. I'm teasing. I'm teasing. I'm teasing. <laughs> um. <laughs> All right. Well, let's roll into medium talk. We'll have some more um, pandemic talk in that. But first, uh, Meredith, Mike said that you were hiding out at the Subaru dealership to get away from your house. And the, the money pit has been gobbling up your money. The it last sure has. month or so. I poured a few thousand more dollars into it. Yay. Um, yay. So I was off the show the last couple of weeks because I just couldn't fathom like doing thinking about something else. I don't deal well with construction mm-mm, mm-mm. <laughs> at all. Mm-mm. Not interior construction anyway. Mm-mm. So two, uh, was it two, three weeks ago, the first week they replaced the kitchen tile. And this had to be done. It was relatively new, but they didn't install it right, of course, because this house was a flip. And the tiles were getting loose. All the grout was coming up. And I could have picked up at least one tile with just my hands. After how many years? Like two. Like not even two. Like I bought this house in January of last year. So it's been like a year and a half. So it was kind of absurd. It was like, okay, I guess this is necessary. And the the, the tiles are going to start to crack. So I was like, all right, let's do this. So I had to do like a virtual consultation on Zoom and send them pictures. And like there were all these misunderstandings because nobody had come here to look at it. It was just, you know, about as nightmarish as it as it could be um, leading up to it. But then, you know, they they roped off, you know, some stuff, although they didn't like plastic off the kitchen so there was dust everywhere, which uh. was another irritation. Like, why not just put a plastic sheet up, you know? Um, so that was irritating. But anyway, they, they it, it actually went pretty well. And I like the new tile better than the old tile. Um, there's a nice picture on my Facebook page of, of Bear laying on it. It looks very <laughs> Lying in repose. Mm-hmm. No, <laughs> such a like luxurious emperor yes. he is <laughs> on that marble. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm happy with it. I'm happy how it turned out, but it was an awful process. And then that was done. They finished that on a Friday, and then I had Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and then they started on the dining room floor the the week after that. So that was a different situation. They the floors are original to the house, and this house is almost a hundred years old. And they learned when they sanded them down that they had only been sanded like twice before. And I guess you're supposed to do it every like ten years. <laughs> These floors had been neglected, and they had refinished them um, when they flipped the house, but they didn't like repair anything. And so you know the boards will shrink and expand over time, and cracks will appear between the boards. And they just like globbed a bunch of wood putty in there. And again, it was just like the ground it started to come up every time you vacuumed there would be more Ugh. more wood putty coming up Ew. and there got to be where there was like these huge ga- gaps uh, between the boards and like your foot would get caught in them <laughs> and I was like this isn't good either <laughs> and it was so squeak my whole house is so squeaky that like I don't even know why I have an ADT system like nobody could get <laughs> through this house without me knowing <laughs> um, so they fixed some of that. They they had to replace some of the boards and then they refinished the whole room so that the stain would match. And that's nice and it's fine. But like now everything else in the room is worse. Yeah. Like the trim looks awful. They had to take the, you know, the, the very bottom piece of trim off and they sort of like globbed it back on and it's all dirty and scuffed up. And yeah. So now I'm going to have to have somebody come and paint, repaint the the trim and the walls are dirty and I can't. There's mm-hmm. not enough magic eraser in the world to clean yeah. that off, so we yeah. have to have the walls painted, which needed to be done anyway because they used flat paint throughout this yeah. house. They used ceiling paint on all the oh, walls in here, which yeah. is impossible to clean. So it had to be done anyway, but it's just like one more friggin' thing. 
So that's my money pit chronicle for for the spring and at, summer. At some point, isn't it like kind of like you're you're evening out the frosting on a cake? You know, it's like, oh well, now it looks good. Oh well, it's a little heavy over here, so let's just take a little. Of that. I mean, yes. When yeah. does it end? You know. Well, true. <laughs> when you can see the cake through the frosting, and you're like, oh, shit. <laughs> oh, I might have gotten a little frosting. crazy on the frosting. I am happy that we own a home, but sometimes I just desire calling a landlord to be like, mm-hmm. "Come fix it." All right. Come fix mm-hmm. it, please. I don't want to spend the money, and yeah. I know rent is throwing away money. I I know it, and it, our you know having our house is is great, but yeah, sometimes it's like this fucking sucks. It isn't. It isn't though. I mean, everybody has to pay for a place to live, right? Like you, you I yeah. Know. I don't yeah, think I rent know. is such a terrible thing. I know it I comes know. with its own. It says me right now. Yeah, <laughs> you're like rent's rent, fine. Yeah. Rent is wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> Ugh. Yeah. And I and I find that there's some things that I'm just like. I'll get to it. I know. You know, it's not I that know. big of a deal. Like I have a, a three light bulb fixture in the dining room and I was trying to change one of the light bulbs and it somehow welded itself mm-hmm. into the socket. And I was like, okay. And I went and I like got a thick glove and I was like, I'm gonna have to, you know, put a little more pressure on this to try and turn it. And of course the light bulb shattered mm-hmm. and then I had to like peel the bottom of the the light bulb out oh. and that means that I have to put a whole new socket in the thing and it's been oh. like that for like I don't know a year and I'm like yeah I still have two light bulbs that work at some point you're point you're sitting in the dark it. it's fine <laughs> on the other hand like my dad died what in May and my mom has practically redone the <laughs> whole house wow <laughs> every time I go over there she's like oh look and I I changed the paint in the kitchen and I painted dad's room and I painted all the kitchen cabinets and I did this and I did that and look at this art that I bought and I changed this and I'm like god I feel like such a slacker have you know I've had all these things in my house for years and she's like Anne the difference between you and me is money yeah yeah I mean I was like oh it does make a big difference yeah it's so true like we really need to redo our bathroom up here and I'm just like estimating it and it's we're going to probably have to get a loan for a part of it, and it makes me want to die a little bit. Yeah, we have a massive repair coming up here in the house, which I, I it's too depressing to talk about. I know, I know. <laughs> Yay, right the American dream. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right, so, well, keep us uh, appraised, Meredith. I haven't forgotten about your sewer line. That you know, you that went hasn't to using caused any trouble so wood far. Wood pulp toilet paper in order to. Well, we got a bidet that has made it a lot more tolerable. There is there is a potential balcony uh, renovation that may need to happen, um, but I'll I'll keep you posted on that. Okay. I don't really want to talk about it anymore. It's also <laughs> depressing. I get it. I get it. Well, let's go to another. Um, depressing topic uh let's we thought it might be interesting fun i don't know but interesting to do a state of the pandemic what what was it that bobby called it i forgot Uh, already silver linings plague book oh (laughs) yeah right (laughs) he's a bad person that was bad but also good and i thought that you know we're entering our our sixth month (laughs) we've been shut down in minnesota i think uh, March 16th was the first day that I worked from home. Yep. So once yep. we get to August 16th, mm-hmm. that'll, we'll be in, wait, wait, that'll be May to June, July, to August. Five. So that'll be five full months yep. and we'll be entering 
the six months. But now we have six calendar months where we have been in some form, depending on where you live, of quarantine or something. And we thought it was a good time to talk about how it's going. Hillary, (laughs) how's it going? Oh, you know, not not great. Um, uh, You know, I think like once school ended for the kids... I was like, okay, I'm going to take like a little bit of a breath. Um, this still sucks. And the kids are still roaming around to some degree, but at least we don't have this like an academic thing going on. And surely by August, we'll, surely. Have, figured, we'll have figured something out. Like oh, this, yeah, these sure. being inside for months is not for nothing. Right. And like, it's au contraire, my friend. <laughs> I know. And I think like three weeks ago was when really like it just started hitting and we've been, I sort of had my head in the sand a little bit specifically about school, about like, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. You know, we'll figure out a way. And I just, is this realization that they're, you know, even if they go back to school for a little bit and I, I, you know, I probably will let them go because I'm still, Dave and I are still working a lot and I'm not a good teacher, but I, I think if they go back, then they're, they're going to shut down again because mm-hmm. there is no real plan in place. And the thing that is, I was just, I was just so mad. I'm so mad at that. Like one that we've been inside for so long and nothing has been done. Like it's, we're just like sitting on our hands, not doing anything. I'm mad about that. I'm mad that, um, you know, our federal government is so fucking stupid and they're putting it on teachers. So people are like blaming teachers for being mm-hmm. you know lazy or something. And I'm like, no, they don't, you know, they don't, don't want to die. They don't want to die, but for fifty thousand dollars a year, or well, whatever. they also aren't the ones making these decisions. No, and then I'm sad for the kids because it it does suck. And you know, I'm really lucky that my kids are within reason. You know, quote unquote normal. You know, they they don't they just fit into a normal like kid for their age. But like, it sucks for them. Imagine having a kid with special needs or something. You know, and like right. they really need to go to school. Or you need to work. And I also, you know, I've talked about this with a lot of my friends. It's, this is going to set women like, you know, mothers or whatever women back a really long time because, you know, I have a partner who's great and Dave does, he, you know, we share a lot, but it's like people email me, they call me about this kind of stuff. Like, what are you going to do? What do you, you know? So the emotional labor is on me to figure it out. And it just, (laughs) and if you say, I don't know, ask my husband, I know not great either. No. (laughs) And it, I just, I'm just mad. I mean, there's a part of me that likes that I don't have to wake up. You know, I like to work out in the mornings and there's a part of me that is happy. Like, oh, I don't have to wake up at five to go work out to, and then get dressed and go in. Like, that's kind of nice. I mean, that's a, I don't know. A yeah. Alarm clocks side. can go to yeah, hell. Yeah, exactly. And I'm easily like mm, slipping into work stuff at like 10. I'm like, mm, it's fine. Nobody's noticed. Nobody notices. I'll get my work done. But I, but I would happily go. I don't know. I'm just mad. I'm mad at our stupid government and I'm 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 less mad about people because we have no leadership like I am mad at stupid people in Florida or Texas or whatever like yes like that's enraging but we don't have any leadership so I don't know yeah. we get mix, mixed messages all the no time no one's like, setting a, an example no right no. And, and I remember when when Minnesota went into lockdown shutdown or whatever and i just happened to turn on the tv during the governor's press conference about this and he emphasized so much that it wasn't about making sure that people don't get sick it was to be able to space it out so that we had the resources to deal with it and also to give us time 
to figure out a plan. And what our federal administration seemed to decide was that if they just waited long enough, it would go away. Yep. Yep. Yeah. You know, we just pretend that it's not happening and eventually it, it'll go away and, you know, then we can claim credit for it. It's just, it's... Or that Vanity Fair article that, that shows that, that since it was only hitting blue states, they were going to just blame the, the Democratic governors. Oh, yeah. yes. Mm-hmm. Which is so crazy because, you know, Massachusetts and um, in, in New York have, you know, done a pretty good job of, of you know. Yeah, they're doing much better now. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's like they don't understand how viruses spread. They, or they just didn't check into it. I mean, the COVID is registered as an independent and they didn't realize that. <laughs> yeah. And, and it's just not going to work out for you. Sorry. Um, but yeah, I'm, that's kind of my my general vibe <laughs> that's how i'm vibing these days is i'm just low level angry all the time and i don't know i mean well i, I but then i alternately like stick my head back in the sand like I, I don't know like i when i think about school i'm like we'll just see what happens i feel like it's it's not worth it to plan because every day something changes right yeah well and as you said it's not a problem that you have the capability of solving yeah. no. you hillary yeah no you I don't. know i know unless maybe here's a thing <laughs> You and all the other moms in the neighborhood should get a shared nanny oh, for God. Your, all your well, kids. So, I mean, and that's like a whole thing now. There's this all like kind of classist thing where people are doing pods, where right. they're hiring a teacher, and you know, only three kids are allowed in the pod, and you share the cost. One, I'm not that rich. Two, I'm like, I. <sighs> One kid keeps leaving for chicken wings. Yes. Well, over at the there is. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so there is, it is like sort of a silly internet thing, but there's this family, I guess, the Holderness family or whatever that does little videos about stuff. And I think mostly they're kind of dorky, but there was this one about like the mom kind of being like, what do you think? What do you think? I don't know. What are you going to do? And that is like every conversation. It's like, what are you going to do? I don't know. Some days I think the kids will be fine. Well, there was one part where she said, the kids will be fine. We're just going to go and like you know, an RV tour of the U S and that's how they're going to learn this sure. year. <laughs> no, sure, it's like, sure. okay. And I really do try to tamp down my like competitive name, not competitive, but like, I want my kids to learn and you know, but then a part of me says, it's okay. They'll be fine this year. You know, if they're not learning everything they're supposed to learn, it's okay. But then a part of me, it's like, no, like I don't want them to, you know, Rory's at a critical point. He's going to kindergarten. Like he, he's going to be learning how to read this year and I don't want him to fall behind. I don't know. It fucking sucks. And again, I, I feel so badly for teachers because they are getting unnecessarily blamed and pressured to do all this. And Mm -hmm. it's just, it's not right. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's the textbook definition of damned. If you do damned, if you don't, there is no way for teachers to win. No, no. Or have a positive out from from any of this that's too bad i think it's very funny i know that some of this is due to the fact that it's summer and schools were out but for like that first six weeks that we were all at home and facebook was like here's our homeschooling charts for the day and (laughs) look at these cool projects we're doing and then like two months into it stop (laughs) no absolutely smash cut to like stickers all over a sleeping parent (laughs) you know there were a bunch of memes about how teachers should make a million dollars a year and then it just sort of stopped i know they're like (laughs) we're not even doing anything (laughs) i can't can't. (laughs) so yeah that's the state over here in south austin well how about in manchac mike 
Well, I, I've said it before, not too much has changed for me because I was working from home before the pandemic and I am working from home still in a different capacity. Um, uh, the, the, just, you know, we don't get to go out and, you know, and we went out for our birthday anniversary. Uh, it was my 55th. It was our 10th anniversary. <gasps> My wife AARP is turning fifty card. this year. Congratulations! You so did it. it's it's all very symmetrical. I've lined it up nicely to where I can remember everything now. <clears throat> but uh, we went out to Ruth's Chris. But other than that, we haven't been out. Um, I don't think to a restaurant since you know right around the weekend when things were were starting to jump off. And uh, so that sucks. the The wearing of the masks. Okay, I I get it. It's uncomfortable, especially when it's hot as fucking balls oh, yep. and humid as hell down and here I, right now. I don't even necessarily realize it right away when I'm going to go into the grocery store. I put it on. It's fine. And when I come out of the grocery store and I take it off, I'm like, uh, oh, my God, that was it, gross. It really <laughs> is like taking off your bra when you get home. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh. <laughs> well, when you wear glasses, too, it's a problem, you know, because yes. I, I have to keep... I have to keep like, you know, boosting my glasses up and then leaning over and looking at whatever it is. So now, you know, you're I'm not even supposed closer. to touch your mask. Like it's a yeah, yeah, and it's you know. But but here's the thing: I've had training in this, uh, in that when I worked for Papa John's for eleven years, I wore the mascot suit during many many parades <laughs> yeah. in many many summers. <laughs> and Mr. Slice, let me tell you. <laughs> Mr. Slice. Yes. And and everyone tells the same story when they put on the Slice costume in the summer. They're like, Jesus Christ, <laughs> it's hot as balls in here. But the thing is, yeah. if you have it on more than like 30, 45 minutes, you are now as uncomfortable as you ever are you're ever going to get. And you stop thinking about it. And, you know, it's like that's how when I see people that have to work in masks, I know from experience that that at some point they're just like, yeah, this is it, you know. This is this mm-hmm. is reality. But when you only wear you it for like twenty five minutes a day, yeah. then you're like, oh, this thing, oh, it's pissing me off. Yeah, it's making me uncomfortable. You, you never quite acclimate no. to it. Nope. You don't stew in your misery long enough to accept <laughs> no. it. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, you don't you don't really get a chance to go. Well, I've never been hotter in my life, and I can't get any hotter right now. So here we go. This is reality now. You know, I've heard that the people who work as mascots, like your your Mickey's and your Minnie's or whoever, <laughs> mm-hmm. that have the mascots that have heads. I've heard that in the summer outside, they'll put like bags of ice inside the head. Uh-huh. I'm wondering if we could yeah. come up with some little tiny like ice oh, pack yeah. or something that could go inside the mask. I was thinking about that the other day. I was people have to be working on this right now, right? Like. Yeah. Air-cooled yeah. masks. Yeah, you got to find a way to make some money somehow. I mean, also, it's really amplifying uh, people's breath, like your personal breath. You're like, oh, yeah. Lord you brush heaven. your teeth right before you leave. <laughs> <I know. Yeah. laughs> but they're recommending not to wear the masks with filters. Yeah. Because that does pull in outside air, and that kind of defeats yeah, the whole defeats purpose. <laughs> Emily had to borrow my mask yesterday, and she's like, it's my, like making out with Clip Club. <laughs> You're so gross. I heard a story about some people that were making out on a plane with masks Ugh. on. Ugh. Yeah. Through the masks? Yeah. 
Mm. They were just mashing on each other. With well, That's you like, just cut a little slit, and at least you can get the tongs out. <laughs> <laughs> it's like for your cigarette. Yeah, a little <laughs> cunnilingus mask. Oh, yeah. God, no, right. stop. <laughs> what? And you had to take it there. I had to yeah, take it there. It's fault. <laughs> All right, Meredith, can you please bring us back to like adult conversation? I have so I'm I'm sad about all this and it feels like the world is burning, but my for for me personally, I feel very lucky. I not much has changed for me and I love having just the perfect excuse to never leave the house. Um, I never want to leave the house anyway, but I always feel guilty about it. I haven't felt any guilt about it oh, at all not. because I feel self-righteous. I'm doing I was going to say you can feel smug. Yeah. You have said as long as I've known you, you, you've said I'm an indoor kid. Yes, absolutely. So that is fine. Um, the, you know, um, I, I, I've realized that the, th- the two things that I really like to do, I think I've said this before, are go to the grocery store. I love to grocery shop and I like going to physical yoga studio. If, if those two things I could do without fear, I would be happy as a clam. So I, I, I consider myself pretty lucky. I can, I'm still working. I have quite a bit of job security. Um, Trump is tweeting about our research studies incorrectly. You know, it's, <laughs> there's a lot going on over here. Well, as long as he keeps making sure that people get sicker and sicker, the the hospital industry is, you know, the whole medical industry is going to do great. Yeah, we still have a large, even though we get all that COVID money from all those fake COVID deaths that for some reason <laughs> we code everyone. Everyone's in cahoots. This that's not conspiracy real. is amazing. We still are having enormous budget shortfalls because everything else that we do is ground to a halt. You know, we're not doing elective surgeries. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We're not doing visits and stuff like that. So, um but I, I don't think there's any danger f- for my job. So I feel pretty good about all of this um, for me personally. I, I feel terrible for everybody who's sick and struggling. Um, yeah. But uh, the staying home part is totally fine with me. My friend Jocelyn is in town from Texas right now, and she is staying with her in-laws while they're moving. She's moving to Jersey City. Wow. And so her husband's back in Dallas ta- uh, packing up their stuff, and she is at, stuck at her in-laws with her one-and-a-half-year-old daughter. Oof. Oh, God. And so I ha- we have been... And going like we'll I'll meet her at a park and we'll stay away and we'll be outside the whole time and you know so that's I've been doing a little bit of going out in that way but it barely counts as like contact yeah yeah so I have to say that I'm really in the same boat as Meredith here I remind myself all the time how incredibly lucky I am um that I don't have the challenges that other people deal with and I also have been working full-time at home and it's been so good that I told my boss they will have to drag my cold dead body mm-hmm. back to the office and prop me up weekend a Bernie style to get me there <laughs> yep. oh look there's Anne and you just start carrying like a, a store-made cake or something <laughs> <laughs> hey we talked about that we're like well when we're back in the office do we think Monday street time will come back and i'm like i don't think that we're going to be willing to like no. spread germs around yes. for a while yeah i know i don't know how that's gonna work but i feel really lucky that i don't have to deal with the problems of having children yeah i mean i'm just completely out of that mess you know and Jealous. and the thing is the first six weeks i think were tough just universally because we were all so upset and scared and didn't know what was going on, had no, even more, no leadership. Yeah. 
than, than anything. And I was having a pretty hard time then, but there came a point, I mean, you can't, you can't be that anxious forever. Like no. as people, mm-hmm. we will adapt to our circumstances somewhat. And since then I just get happier and happier yeah. the longer <laughs> I'm in quarantine guys. I mean, the world is burning. It's awful. And on that macro scale, I, I feel bad about that. And I worry about teachers and our frontline workers and everything else and the lack of leadership and, you know, the in- entire democratic experiment crashing and burning around mm-hmm. us. But for my own personal well-being this has been so good for me yeah yeah like i have talked about it with my therapist and she said well you may be one of those people who just really is sensitive to being around others like i i I always knew i was a strong introvert but i think it might be even a little bit more than that and like i'm so much happier in my my work life i used to go to the office and think can I sneak out early? Can I leave? Mm-hmm. I don't want to be here. Yeah. When is, could I put some vacation time on the calendar? How am I going to be able to get through this day at the office? And at home, I don't even think about any of that. I am perfectly content to sit here in my little setup and do all my work. And that's exactly I, how I feel. It's great. Yeah. yeah. It, it's just fine. I think I'm doing better work. Yeah. I'm working longer hours. The quality is definitely uh, improving on, on on the things that I do. So so the, I think that's part of it is just being in out in the world just exhausts me. Yeah. And the other thing that I think that is happening on to me is that so many of my emotional problems come with interacting with people and being seen by people that now that that's not happening anymore, right. it's like I... It's like I don't not have issue. those anxieties. And yeah. that's not the same thing as fixing the issue, right? It's just kind temporarily of removing it. it. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's, it's, so maybe that's not the best thing. But what we, uh, my therapist and I agreed on is that maybe this is a really good opportunity for me to work on those other things without the distraction mm. of interacting with people and, you know, dealing with body image and, you know, feeling like a complete yutz when I talk to people. If, if I can just set those aside for a while, I can, you know, work on learning to love myself. <laughs> well, I mean, that is kind of nice. Opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. You've it takes out the... to divert. Yeah. Yep. yeah you don't exactly. have to spend on this sort of exhausting interaction. Or yeah. like develop and practice the, the tools that I need to be able to, to live in the world. And she's really funny. She's like, okay, but when this is over, I don't want you to just like dive back into the world because that's not going to be good for you. No, so I want no. you to like think about this and intentionally like go to the gym two days a week. That's all. Just like build your tolerance mm-hmm. back up. I'm like, okay, I guess I can do that. But I, I feel like you, Meredith, that if I could, you know, do my grocery shopping and get out to like go to the gym and like I didn't have to do all the calculations about like well do I really need to take my car in for the oil change mm-hmm. kind of thing I would be perfectly happy to do this for the rest of my life even yeah. if it means I'm just alone all the time I am a happy little clam 
over here in the Stick of Butter Studios. Did I tell you guys? I might have told you privately, but um, they're reconfiguring our offices and trying to stagger people's schedules for when we do come in, which we don't know when that's going to be. And I told my boss, just take my office. I have an office to myself, which is kind of rare. Um, and I was like, I'll just stay home. Just have it. You can, yeah. that, you can put two people in there alternating days. That takes care of two people's location, and I will just stay home. I'll come in if I need to, but I'll just stay home because like- this is great for me. Oh, Meredith, you're such a sacrifice. <laughs> I know. I, for the well, good of the group. I framed I'm the it martyr. as, well, that's how you have to pitch these things, totally. right? right? Like, this is good for you, and this yeah. is why. Yeah. Don't ever think about what is in it for me. No. <laughs> <laughs> I know. You know, even as somebody who's, like, completely extroverted like I am, it's going to be really weird to go whenever, whenever it happens to go back to the office like that is going to be kind of I think a little bit overwhelming even for me it's like too many people uh and just like adjusting to having to be presentable in some way yeah like, I, oh, how God. do I do this I, I went in know. the other day um because oh my housekeepers were there thank the yeah. lord um because of all the dust um so I had to get out of the house and so I yeah. went to the office for a little bit and it was strange to get dressed I didn't bother doing my hair I put on mascara but that was it and um, that's all you need if you got a mask over the that's rest right of it. Exactly. that's right um exactly. and it was strange even though there was almost nobody there I did run into my boss so cookie points I think for that like yeah if I was going to see one person I'd be like look it's me I'm <laughs> <laughs> um and uh but it was straight you know I work for a hospital and I'm not in the main hospital but it just touching any surface just felt oh, I was just like oh no mm-hmm. I, I have to touch this door handle and there's hand sanitizer everywhere and I just you know my hands were just like desiccated and blew away by the time I was done <laughs> from washing and, and sanitizing them so much but it's just it's just a whole level a new level of anxiety it's like yeah there were no people to interact with but it was still scary and uncomfortable yeah right it it's a little bit um of a strange choice like I go in and I can hip check the automatic door openings so that mm-hmm. I don't have to touch the doors or anything but you know as somebody who works in in uh, energy industry and our whole mission is about saving energy and it you know uses a lot more electricity to open the door automatically than to push it open I'm like Ugh. Mm. this is this is not the right decision or normally I would take the stairs but I don't want to turn the door handles I know. right i know i know thing. what do you know. do it's now if i can talk some shit about my employer publicly yes. on my podcast <laughs> <laughs> which which i think we can agree is always a, a great thing great idea. let me yeah. get my popcorn real quick <laughs> no it's not really it's really just a shit a shit about my director let's put it that way because the university of minnesota has been very conscious as any large research university not in the south is going to be uh, in line with the governor's plans and the CDC and the Minnesota Department of Health. And the directive to staff was, if you can work at home, you must work at home. Even though the university is starting to reopen their what they call the sunrise plan, uh, yeah. where we slowly bring facilities back up so that you can have students on campus this fall, which is just stupid as far as Ugh. I'm Ours concerned. is called I, moving forward. I know, they, <laughs> they desperately need the money, but 50,000 students on mm, campus yeah. in some form, I just I can't. But so we're all directed to work from home 
if we physically can, except our director is like, I think we need to have a physical presence on campus Why? to show that we're here. No. So he's requiring people like, so we have a, like a bunch of different engineering disciplines. So he's requiring like one mechanical engineer to be in the office and one civil engineer and one electrical. And so you, we can rotate out through all of that. And then for the management people, they're rotating who has to be in the office and who hasn't. And it's entirely for show. Right. Yeah. And it's it's stupid. And my boss is like, this is stupid, Anne. I'm not putting you on this rotation. You're not coming into the office. And I'm like, Good. thank you. It's just dumb. It is. That's dangerous. That's yeah. dangerous for no good reason. No. Like, just for show. I mean, that's – it's just – it's silly and unnecessary. I Again, I just keep thinking back, like, in March, if we had just fully everything nationally locked down, yep. we wouldn't be doing we all this stupid shit. Yeah. Yep. And I am so sympathetic to, you know, the bars and the restaurants and yeah. the, mm. those people, the small business owners who operate on that razor thin margin. I think about our Anne, our friend Ann Miner, who has her beautiful yarn shop and right. she's struggling how to figure out how to keep all this going. But boy, it seems to me like short and intense would have been better yeah. than yeah. stretched dragging out, on forever patchwork and, and drawn out. Yeah. Reclosing and reopening and reclosing. Yep. It's just it's awful. It is. I know I saw something that UT banned <laughs> Like banned parties on and off campus, and I'm oh, like, oh sure, that's, that's totally work with that. With a bunch of you know, eighteen to twenty two year olds, that's totally mm-hmm. gonna work. They're really gonna fall in line with that one. And UT was like had the most cases out of <laughs> like every uh, like every school in the United States, and I'm like that. You, your frontal lobe is not fully formed at that point. Like all you want to do is like. F and party, and that's it yeah. when you're like 18 years old. So, I, yeah, it's, I, it's uh, stupid. Why, why did you choose to censor? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Just in case your boss what, is listening. What does in. F mean? <laughs> I mean, Mike, we, Mike, when you went to the University of Washington, if, yes. if the administration said, yeah, we need you guys to not party, you totally would have uh, frowned right? just laugh that, in right? their face, right? Well, only if I knew that that the uh, the the building maintenance um, the the facilities maintenance people were at work, then I would have uh, you know if they were physically at their jobs, then I probably and that would makes have all the difference. Abstained. Wait, you know, is there an electrical the engineer credibility there? Of the university. <laughs> yeah. No, I was drinking and fucking. <laughs> Excuse me, that's drinking and effing. effing. Oh, sorry, effing. If I'd had a mask, it would add a hole in the front. <laughs> You'd be like, guess where else I'm wearing a mask? And I didn't, hole and I didn't smoke. Uh... <laughs> oh, what's happening? I don't know. Well, Anne asked me. I mean, what am I supposed to do? This is all my fault. It's all my fault, you guys. <laughs> she opened this whole can well, in terms of, of our Silver Lining Plague book, <laughs> nice. the question of the week that we're asking this week is, once we all go back to quote-unquote normal, what do we hope doesn't come back? And I'm just going to start. I think Hillary said it in our <laughs> well, planning meeting, but I was like, no, that's mine. Because yes. I've been talking about yes. it for a month. 
bras. (laughs) I love the way that you spelled it out. Bras. Bras Bras can go to hell. I understand. The bra burning of the 70s was symbolic about our oppression, but as far as I'm concerned, they can go away forever. I need to ask y'all a question about, about bras because, I mean, I got large and probably needed to wear one but never never got a <laughs> but uh a man's ear if, if um uh, if you're wearing a bra like every day all day for work and then you go out and you're wearing your bra and, and you finally take it off at night okay it's a it's a relief and that's that's good um as you slowly back off the bra wearing like now you only wear it for work and you don't go out at night or now you're you're working from home so you only wear it when you go to the grocery store or or wherever you need to go. So you wear the bra for less and less time. Does that make it more uncomfortable when you have to wear it? You mean like, it does like like the masks? Yeah. It yeah, does yeah. for me. I found I found that I have way less tolerance. Yeah. 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 I you just can, like, I hate every because like before <laughs> I'd be like, okay, this is my comfortable work one. This will be a right. nice day. Yeah. And then I wear that to go to the grocery store and I'm like, I hate this thing. I hate it so much. Yeah. <laughs> now now all you put it on, you're just like, I'm wearing a bra. I'm wearing a bra. Yes. I'm wearing a bra. Yes. We're gonna it's take the bra. Po- why it was poking me in the ribs. I hate this yeah. thing. <laughs> right. I know. Why am I doing why? this? Why? Why bras? <laughs> I find that I, I wear the sports bras a yeah. little bit more. Yeah. And I got some like uh-huh. super expensive sports bras a while back that are way more comfortable yeah. than yeah. regular Don't cheat bras. yourselves, ladies. I, <laughs> oh, I, I've had so many <laughs> wives and girlfriends that have gone through so many bras, and I'm like, why don't you just get something that costs $1,000 that you <laughs> I mean, can't even... Because there's still no guarantee it'll be yeah. good yeah. or comfortable. I guess yeah, right. so. I mean, the money that you waste through trying to figure it out yes. Yes, is yes. Absurd. something else. Because... I, we're only now just shout out to third love or whatever. I've never yeah. tried any of their stuff, either. but you know, boobs don't come in the same size and shape. Yeah. And backs no, and no. everything. I mean, come on now. What? I feel like it's just finding the least worst option. Yes. Right. Yeah. I, I'll say that when I have to put on a real bra, it's, it's a whatever. It's like putting the mask on before you go into the grocery <laughs> store. I'm like, eh, it's not that big of a deal. But no matter if I have worn it for like 10 minutes to go out and get the mail, which let's be honest, I'm not bothering with that anymore. <laughs> no way. Nope. Even if I bump into Bernie across the street, which I am likely to do, I'll just cross my arms in front of my chest. Oh, yeah, yeah. But I'm whether... guaranteed to run into neighbors when I do that. I'm like, it'll uh-huh. be fine. And then there's 10 people out there wanting to talk. Right. Whether I'm wearing it for, for 10 minutes to get the mail or I'm wearing it a couple of hours or whatever, that feeling when you take it off of, oh, thank God. I know. Always. It's like a... Well, I think, I think your body knows when you're walking through your front door. Your body... Your body just sends the signal. You know, it's like time to relax. Oh, this hurt. you got to get this shit off now. None of this. There's no reason for this anymore. Yeah. No. The the other day, quote unquote, at work during work hours or whatever, there was some issue that had fallen through the cracks that one of our accountants, who's you know a, a young guy, was like, "Hey, I mean, maybe can we just like jump on for ten minutes and talk about this?" Ooh. And I'm like, "No, no, we cannot. Just have a phone call. Why do you have to?" <laughs> I had a surprise Zoom the other day that I had to do, and I was like, and it was a presentation oh. to a client, and I was like, oh no! So I gave myself, a, I 
completely now underestimate how much time it takes me to get ready because I like don't remember how to do stuff. <laughs> and I'm like, what do I have to do? How do I put makeup on? <laughs> well, let's go to your silver yes. lining then. Well, that is mine is normalize the no makeup look. Now, yes. listen, I grew up in Texas. Uh, I, and the thing is like. So I grew up in Dallas in particular. I would say Austin is a slightly more natural looking place. Like women aren't like a little crunchier. Yes. And Dallas, it's like my mother who I adore. If I go to the grocery store and do not have makeup on, she's like, Mm. what are you doing? And I'm like, it's fine. She's like, you might see somebody. You need to look good when you go out. And I'm like, it's okay. Like people can see my, my fresh 41 year old face. (laughs) They they know how old I am. They know where I live. I just look for zits. I know. like, if. If they're popping off, yes, then exactly. maybe let's go kind of try and tone yeah, yeah, that yeah. down a little bit. Are there any zits going on? Any active and, T-zone and situation? I, okay. Yeah. And I like, I have friends that are super into makeup and my friend Katie is a makeup artist and she's awesome. And I totally, res- like, I think makeup is, can be cool if it's something that is like in, of interest of you. It's kind of like a palette, like an art palette. And, but I just don't care anymore. Like Meredith, I'm like you now where... Basically, it's like, yes, I put under eye concealer on because I have stupid kids and I have dark circles. And I'll Only put, at Target. <laughs> yes. And then I have, I'll put like <laughs> ma- mascara on and maybe a little bit of blush. But I am really content with this. I'm just like, this is what my face looks like. I don't. Yeah. Deal with I feel it. like I've spent so many hours of my life like thinking about what I look like. And I just don't really care that much anymore. So I'm kind of into this. Like, can I just go out? And yes, like if I have an active, because while I am 41, I am also still at heart, you know, 15 years old. So I will get a wrinkle and a zit from, you know, here and there. But I'm kind of liking just like, this is my face and you have to deal with it. This is Mm -hmm. what I look like. And sometimes I'll look at pictures of myself from a couple of years ago where I'm wearing, going to work, wearing a full face of makeup, like foundation, like all my eyes are done. I have lipstick on and all that stuff. And I'm like, that doesn't even look like the same person to me. It seems wild that I spent that much time and energy in the morning to go to work. Who cares? Anyway, I just get so much more sleep I know. now that I don't yeah. have to get ready. In I the know. Morning. I know. It's like, that is the best thing is I just don't have to force myself to be like, okay, like, let's just like think about how we're going to, what am I going to wear today? Now it's just a revolve. I mean, my interest in bike shorts <laughs> has really skyrocketed. <laughs> I haven't uh, blow dried my hair in months and yeah. I've stopped dyeing it and it's going super gray and I look like a witch and I'm into it. Yes. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I, yeah. I mean, I blow dried my hair the other day and it was, it felt good for a second, but I'm like, this is way too well, much I effort. Used, I spent so than... much time and effort like trying to stretch it out. Like, okay, I got to sleep on this silk pillowcase and put it up in this special <laughs> thing so it doesn't get ruined and blah, blah, you know, just it was, it's a lot of effort and work and money and time. This and is I'm what happy to not you have to get do a, it. When you get a black cat, it's only one <laughs> pathway you can go down. Mm. Yep. You are now Sabrina. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, apart from your hair, do you have other silver linings, Meredith? Well, so I kind of touched on not going to work for no reason is a Amen. good one. Um, I, you know, I th- I feel like we all like there's this weird and I think it's kind of a boomer attitude of like, got to go to yes. the office. 
and yes. every yes, all the... there. Yes, can I'm yeah. sorry. Can I no, interrupt yeah. you? There is this, a man, a white man of a certain age, who believes that you're not. If you're not physically at the office, then you must not be working. Yes. Uh, my boss still to this day is like, I'm like, I'm working more now, and I'm actually getting paid less, and I just want to. And he's like, Well, how do I know that? And I'm like, Fuck off! <laughs> <laughs> I'm working. There's one PhD. He's senior to me. I'm not gonna give any more information than that and i don't Gerald. have i don't have any evidence i don't have any evidence that he does Gerald this on Lambeau. purpose but he <laughs> knows when i'm you know when i get in and when i leave and he will make it a point i think i suspect or he used to anyway doesn't anymore um but to come into my office like 10 minutes before i'm scheduled to go to i <laughs> oh, think it's on. to make sure come that on, i'm Lumberg. not cutting out early uh, uh. I suspected this young that. woman's behavior. And he's not my boss. Gross. Yes, I think so. I don't know that, but that's my suspicion. Anyway, um, yeah, going to work for no reason is dumb and stupid. And I don't think that that appearances thing is a valid reason, especially when it's not safe to do. No. Um, yeah. I, I have a coworker who's actually a guy who's younger than me, who one time he was like leaving for the afternoon. And he goes, oh, look at how early it is. I'm leaving before and a day. And I was like, excuse me? Fuck you. I get in at 7. Right. Yeah, I leave work at 3.30 because I get there at 7. And and this guy gets in at 10. He rolls in at 10. Yeah, they don't... They they don't understand that because they don't see you get there, so they don't understand how much earlier you mm-hmm. are there than them. You gotta take All a picture of yourself leaving. in front of their desk and timestamp it and send it to yeah. them. Wake them up. I'm like, fuck you, fuck you, and fuck you. <laughs> you might want to get yeah. up and take a shower and come in now because I'm already here. I'm definitely uh, more productive first thing in the morning. I don't love getting up early, but I get more yeah, done that way. Same. And same. by about two thirty, I'm sort of like, oh, my brain's fried. I'm just gonna kind of whatever for for an hour. And that's of course always when he like knocked on my door. I- hate that i for some reason i have to really wait to eat lunch because after eat lunch i'm just tired like i'm like i'm just Mm -hmm. tapped out i'm done but i'm the same way 10 o'clock is perfect meat like i'm a perfect worker at 10 o'clock but yeah by four when some people are getting ramped up i'm like fuck off i'm done yeah um kind of similar i think meetings should be dead forever Uh, especially in person (laughs) meetings forget it just send me a friggin email uh we've done just fine if it's a drug deal you really have to Kind of that's true person. that's true you, you can't legal, do that you know. on zoom well you could do a drop i guess <laughs> curbside yeah <laughs> um and then i i put three things my last one was trump i think you know he should be <laughs> yeah oh he yeah it's not coming that's yeah, not coming back that's, i mean it's coming well. back to haunt us but it's not it's i'm not, not getting my hopes back. up yet and please oh I know we're all so scared. I'm so, so not, confident last don't, time. Don't 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 uh, worry you about know, don't worry about the election result. Is I, all I'm saying. In my yeah. stop in my um, four years ago was like the first time that I co-hosted. Um, it was LRB at the time with Mike and Anne, and but I wasn't like it was just. I guess everybody was out, so I just kind of subbed in. It was like a, a little tryout time for me, and I think it was right after the Democratic convention, and we're. And maybe the Republican convention as well. And we are gloating on it. We're making so Ugh. much fun of the Republican convention. <laughs> and we're like, these losers. Hillary, if you wanted people to listen to it, then you're not making a good pitch because I don't want that I know. in my ears. I know. We look like giant chunks. <laughs> so oh. I'm not holding my breath, but that, in my opinion, he can go straight to hell and prison yeah. forever. Yeah. Please. Please. Okay. Uh, so... Just a few quick things so we can get to our Amazon thing. Um, 
Oh my God. We in a, almost an hour and a half into this. We yeah, haven't even gotten to our I know. thing yet. <laughs> I know. We have to do it though. So, yeah, well, so yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll be succinct. Um, handshakes, I hope, go away. Mm. I don't think they I don't have think that to. they will. Yeah, they're gross. I don't think they've they always will. been gross. Yeah. Um, but I hope you know. Hold on, hope. Um, but uh, hand contact to me has never been expressed in lower form than the fist bump, unless you're counting. Slapped hands on a missed free throw among uh, among athletes. <laughs> what 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 is the reason for this interaction? That's true. I never That's understood weird. it. I never understood. It. Good job. Good job. Good job. I didn't understand job. it when it, the free throw is successful because it's a it's a free throw. Like <laughs> you're supposed to make it. Like good job. Yeah, it's like. What is this bulldozer parenting culture where we have to high five kids on? I think anyway. it's just because it comes becomes such a part of the ritual. Yeah. yeah. Well, and if like, you don't do it, you get accused of poor sportsmanship. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, you don't like that dude. We at the did line? that in volleyball where we would have to, you know, high five everybody yeah. as we walked by, and if you didn't do it, it was a big slight. Yeah, yeah. a lot of pressure. And I mean, it's I, so stupid. I don't watch basketball, but you know, thinking back to to my teenage years of watching the Minnesota Twins when Chuck Knobloch was like the cutest thing ever (laughs) back in 1991 and 92. And he had this weird ritual where he would like, but when he was batting, he would prop the bat between his crotch and then like bend over and pull his pants down. I'm like, well, that's weird. And then he'd have to adjust the left glove and adjust the right glove. Mm. And every pitch, every time step out of the box, Yes. Put the bat between your crotch and your crotch. <sighs> yep. Then do a stretch down to the toes, <laughs> adjust the gloves, and they all do it. They well, all are yeah, so Poppy, ritualized. Poppy used to clap like four times, and you're like, yep. oh yeah, my I God. <laughs> so I think the missed free throw hand slap <laughs> is part of that. You just have to do it. I wonder if the high fives in hockey can continue because they're already wearing like 10 layers of gloves. Oh, yeah, Yeah. sure, sure. I think so. I'm not anti-celebrating, you know, these NBA players are inside the bubble. So they're all clean. So I'm I'm fine with them like celebrating something that actually was accomplished, like a great play, a dunk, or, you know, we he hit the three-pointer that slam dunked the game. Or whatever. I'm fine with uh, some high fives and chest bumps and all that. But please stop with the unnecessary hand slapping when someone's been unsuccessful or even successful at something that is easily accomplished. Maybe it's emotional consoling. Like, oh, hey, dude, I still like you. I still like you. <laughs> yeah, Shaq, uh, you're very likable. But you got to well, really you make shitty. one of these? You got to work on that a little bit. Once, a, once in a while. Um, but uh, I don't want to, like dismiss uh, like all that stuff without offering something positive. And, of course. and I thought of this when, when I was on the road with Bobby and I shared it with you, Hillary, I'm sure um, at least guys, uh, if, if uh, women are comfortable with this, uh, that's fine too. But instead of uh, shaking hands um, or bowing or doing just a little hat tip, a little, just, you know, sure. a little acknowledgement, you know, I thought you were going to say something like, just a little, a little nipple tweak, you know, if no. women are okay with it. Like a little See, stick and, tap. And, <laughs> Anne always takes it dirty. I mean, you can't stop Anne from taking it. It's those it. vanilla nut taps. Dirty. Yeah. Anyway. Okay, so that's, that's my idea for that. And then traffic. 
yes, yes. Uh, it struck me. It was like two weeks in, and we we finally had like the full shutdown in Austin, and I had to drive somewhere. The vet, I think. And I was listening to the AM sports radio and the traffic report was on and they were not, it took me a minute to catch on, but they were just saying, oh, from Slaughter uh, Lane to Palmer, that's about uh, 28 minutes. That is right wild. And- that's, it, those are like the opposite, the polar opposites of Austin, basically. It's Palmer's the north, Slaughter, where Mike and I sort of right. live is the south. Right, and, and there's like, well, uh, and, and 290 to 183 is about 17 minutes. And they're yeah. trying to make it sound like that's traffic. It's like, no, that's the time it takes yeah. to drive from here to there if there's absolutely nobody else on the road. So yeah. stop. But, but you know, traffic sponsored by. And <laughs> I was like, yeah, I guess we got to keep doing the traffic as long as. Until the sponsorship runs out, but please, please, it's so please, I, you know, traffic. I, you know, traffic in Austin sucks, like it does in a lot of places. It's nowhere near as bad as it was in Los Angeles. But Dave works up north, sort of close to Armour, Arboretum, yeah. and yeah, he works in Arboretum, and then we live south. And you know, it regularly take him about an hour and change to get home. Uh, and I the other day, twenty eight minutes now. Uh, <laughs> I mean, not in even traffic uh... from, from our house. So when they advertise like my area, they're like, it's you know near downtown. Yeah. So technically, you know, if there's no traffic, it takes 15 minutes to get to downtown. It's but there's never no traffic. It's usually 30 to 45 minutes. And now it truly takes me because I speed like 13 minutes to get <laughs> to <laughs> to downtown. It's great. I did not. I did not know that you sped. I, I had I not am. heard that. <laughs> I'm an excellent driver. <laughs> the other thing that I've noticed, I mean, I guess the downside to that silver lining is that I, I live really close to Highway 694 here and I can hear a little bit of, yeah. of traffic off of that. Just, you know, the road hum mm-hmm. all the time, which I actually quite like because it's just mm-hmm. sort of white noise. But every once in a while, usually when I'm trying to go to sleep at night, you will hear some group of dumbasses just go blazing oh, yeah. down there they yeah. i mean they must have whatever noise enhancers or they've yeah. what, taken the mufflers off or something and my god they must be going fast yeah yep like, there's well, a lot yeah. of that here you will not be surprised <laughs> oh no, not at all <laughs> i worry about that because i'm like if if those people lose control they can be a lot of dead bodies yeah yep 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 yep, yep. All right. Well, question of the week for all you listeners. When we finally do go back to the new normal, what do you hope doesn't come back with us? You can think on a big scale like Meredith. (laughs) We really hope Trump doesn't come back. You can think on a lower term. Just let us know what it is for you. What is your silver lining to this plague book? (laughs) Oh, the the players are already doing that free yeah. throw thing, uh, so that I've lost all hope. Mm-hmm. Damn, you'll just have to find a new way to live. Be happy. <laughs> uh, let's bounce over to this Amazon list and yeah. see what you, the listeners, have been buying through our Amazon links. We get a little, we get our beak sweat, as they say, off of these transactions, and that is so helpful for yeah. our hosting and you know uh, other stuff waves hands yes. generally gems yes. that we yes our <laughs> jams 
I mean, Bobby and Mike almost got that ticket. I know. Yeah. Went to jail. T- ticket for what? <laughs> Courteousness. Uh, <laughs> so who is going to start on this list? I guess I'll start because the first one is one that I picked. The brother, uh, 1034, well, maybe we'll just call it the brother, 1034D, Serger, heavy-duty metal frame overlock machine, 1,300 stitches per minute, removable trim trap, three included accessory feet. Wow. Wow. That's a lot of We got a sewer. We got a sewer in our midst, guys. Mm. Someone who is truly passionate about the sewing my mom has a serger it's a good thing to have if you're a Look serious at the sewer. sticker price on that sucker that yeah. is why yeah. i included it besides <laughs> the i like somebody who sews list price of 229.11 that got us they it's called an ad tea it got us six dollars and 87 cents thank yeah. you yeah that's awesome i mean that's like five diet cokes yeah right yeah. there yeah Absolutely. that was a big ticket item yeah thank you um, I'm next. It's two foot longs and a murder. That's what that is. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, I'm next, and I highlighted this because it really did change my dental life. Uh, the Philips Sonicare. I I don't know. The, it's the HX six eight fifty. 60 Protective Clean 5100 <laughs> Rechargeable oh, Electric Tooth for the 5009. I think this is important information to include. <laughs> I know. I love my Sonicare, and I was aghast at first at like, how much it costs. It's not like crazy expensive, but you know, it's about $70. I got mine at Costco before this all started, so it wasn't... But anyway... Like the time after I went to the dentist, like I had gone to the dentist, got us on care, went back and they were like, your teeth are so clean. I was like, I know. And I'm a good toothbrusher and flosser and everything, but it really just gets after it and it feels so good. Mm-hmm. And I, the first time I used it, I kept thinking, I can't believe I haven't been using this my whole life because my teeth feel so clean now. Yeah. And probably, you know, because even though I, I do, I have good teeth and brush my teeth okay i'm sure i wasn't doing it for 20 minutes or 20 minutes two minutes with uh you know just a regular one it's like mm, this seems good enough but mm-hmm. because i follow rules when they're set in front of me um the the <laughs> it like going off after two minutes i definitely i do it for two minutes and it's great don't you find oh, that yeah. it's too heavy you know because it's not design friendly like the quip like oh no uh, if you're holding up like yeah. four ounces of toothbrush instead of <laughs> I'm so two tired. ounces of toothbrush. Uh. I must have stopped listening to all the podcasts that advertise Quip because I haven't heard a Quip ad in a long time. I was about to say, I have a Quip because of podcast pressure. I had the Colgate one for a while and it comes with an app that like has games and stuff. So you brush your, it's got to be for kids because (laughs) I was like, okay, this is, this is silly. And so (laughs) it also wasn't the greatest quality and it died like pretty quickly and so i was like i'll just get this damn quip and give some podcasts some commission sure whatever it's fine and but since i got it since i've been using an electric toothbrush i don't think it matters which one you get personally but i haven't had a cavity and i am kind of cavity prone no matter what i do um my dentist said it's just you know chemistry yeah Yeah. i know but this has helped so so much yeah i love it i love it and i i don't know well I know Hillary is like me in that we enjoy being praised. Yes. Uh, and when the dental hygienist tells you <laughs> oh, what so a good gratifying. job you've been doing. Oh, <laughs> there's almost nothing more that I desire <laughs> than the dental hygienist telling me I did yep. a good job. And then when I can tell, like, and I do floss, but when I can tell 
like there's a little bit of blood like she has to wipe it off i'm like no yeah. oh, so you feel so guilty <laughs> well, it's because they stab you with pointy things like <laughs> I, I don't feel too bad about that they do yeah. a real hack job yeah. i think yeah. if i yeah if i was stabbing my mouth with those things at home <laughs> believe me it would look like a crime scene mm-hmm. <laughs> all right uh the item that i highlighted here i un- i understand some of these words <laughs> uh, some cara- of them seem made up <laughs> cara color Clenditioner, color depositing, conditioner, color wash blue, 12 oh, fluid ounces. Is that a I know what color? this is. This, I'm going to have to check this out. This, this is, is the a part of the show where we, we go to Amazon and we put in all these descriptions. It's probably, my guess, okay, without looking at it, my guess is that it's a cleansing conditioner because certain hair types don't do well with shampoo. Oh, and so you, well, it is a clean Clean it with conditioner. <laughs> but they didn't go clean conditioner. And if it's blue, you use blue shampoo or blue conditioner to bring out blonde tones. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Um, oh. And you use, or, no well, blue, so is blue for brown? I don't, I don't remember. Maybe purple is for blonde hair. I don't remember. It's like but there's purple and blue hair. conditioner. It's a whole <laughs> thing. Wow. Okay. Well, thanks. Well, it can like yeah. take is... the brassiness out of it if you get your yes. hair colored. Yeah, Brassy, there's a whole line here. I don't even know here. what that is. I, I'm learning so much. Today. Well, I I used to get highlights or, or balayage put in my hair, and one time the the um uh one of the housekeeping staff at work was like, oh, she she like complimented me on the orange I had in my hair, and I was like, oh shit, I guess, <laughs> well, I gotta, <laughs> that's a <some> brassy. <laughs> yeah, I guess I need some color correction. <laughs> wow. like, that was not on purpose. <laughs> they have hair dye in 18 different colors, and they are not subtle. So is it dye to turn your hair actually blue or is it color correction? Color? Well, no, it doesn't take me to one specific product. It, the way that this new way that the sheet comes to us, it doesn't seem to zero in on one project product. It got me to care color and then a whole bunch of different um, products that they carry. Okay. So there is hair dye. There's a conditioner co-wash, co-wash right. cleansing conditioner. Hmm. Oh my god! It's, I'm like you, Mike. I don't get it. That's a curly hair thing for sure. Um, I've definitely used that before if I want to leave my hair curly. Well, that's a buck eighty-five, so we're four cents short of a diet coke. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Um, okay, it's me. I had to find my way back to the right, the right tab. <laughs> right. Um, salt water sandals by Hoi Shoe Original Sandal. A toddler slash little kid slash big kid slash women's. Wow, stay out, fit a lot of people. You don't get salt shoes. (laughs) Gold six M U.S. big kid. Now I don't know what a saltwater sandal is. I think that that is very cool. Unfortunately, I did find when I scrolled down to the bottom of the list. Oh, Mike, you highlighted this one. Do you want to? Oh, the. the beach balls? No, at the very bottom of, of the list. Oh, I'll do it. The saltwater sandals by oh. Hoy Shoe Original sand, Sandal. Oh, well, what I was Toddler, thinking. Toddler, little I... kid, big kid, women's gold. I'm not I, finished. 6M, also... US big kid returned. Oh. Well, I don't want to speak That's to the. That's $1.44 out of my children's mouths. <laughs> I was just happy to see that people were ordering because the, there's also beach balls here. People are ordering like, let's get out and do shit stuff, you know, just mm-hmm. it gave me a good feeling, you know, 
which we so rarely get these days. All right. Well, speaking of outdoor things, why don't you do the next one then after the oh, sandals? Well, this this just got me because of the description. And I'll God. just read the description uh, because these spreadsheets are just overly complicated. <laughs> overly descriptive. <clears throat> All right. Chihi hammock. Okay. There you go. Hammock. Chair. Super large hanging chair. <laughs> Uh huh. Why? Why do we need? Okay, forget it. Forget Super it. large. <laughs> okay, chili. It says chair again. It's a chair. Chair, chair, chair. chair. Super large, hanging chair. Soft spun cotton rope. Weaving chair. Cotton. Chair. Soft. Weaving. It's not weaving. That's it's cotton rope weaving. Third time it says chair. Uh, I guess weaving. Okay, you're right. Hardwood spreader. Bar wide seat. There's a seat? On a chair? <laughs> On a hammock? Uh, lace swing chair. Here's ch- how many four. times is that? Four. four. Uh, statistician. All right. Four. Indoor, outdoor, gah. Gah. Oh, it got too long. So who knows how many more times chair this is some going search to optimiz- Search engine optimization yes, nightmare. Yes, it is. What kind, what kind of furniture do you think this is, Mike? Some kind of a chair. <laughs> what gave you that idea? <laughs> See, I thought that you were going to go after the term spreader bar. (laughs) Yeah, me too. No. No. Again, Anne, you go for the low hanging, you know, Uh, the low swinging fruit. fruit. There we go. go. Whoa. There it is. A turtle got it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to have to look this up and see exactly. That sounds awesome. It's only. Just. It, they could have just said hammock. I want a hammock. Chair. And we'd had our dollar forty one and and all the. Rest I want a hammock if back. it's like more stable. I feel I always feel with vulnerable. a chair with a seat in there. Yeah, of course. <laughs> what is this thing? Um, Ooh, oh, it's what you think it is. Oh, a sex chair. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you Got work a hard enough. Spreader. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> everything's a sex chair if you really want it. <laughs> okay mine is next and i do this because i think i need to buy this as a 41 year old lady uh gillette venus face perfection women's hair remover for my power micro hair removal um, power <laughs> if you like uh, have an extra tough case of the hair along What's with micro hair i well is okay. it peach fuzz probably because yeah. along with you know, zits and wrinkles. I'll be in the car and the sun is shining, and I see like wow. So that was a, mm-hmm. that's a side effect of aging. I was not expecting. This no, is a surprise. So Every time I look in the mirror, I'm like, where did that come from? I call them my witchy hairs. <laughs> I know. <sighs> and this is another go- good thing about not having to go to work because there there are frosted glass windows in the women's bathroom where that let the light in in mm-hmm. such a way that when you're washing your hands and you look in your mirror, you're like. Oh, my God. What's up, Grizzly Adams? <laughs> no. How did that beard grow? I have... Um... <laughs> I need to do an axe-throwing competition. No, seriously. Look at me. I need to brew what? some no, home I'm not beer. Greek. Where did this come from? <laughs> yeah, there's just, there, I, there's just these blonde hairs all over my chin, and they'll be really long, and I didn't notice them. I have a couple of dark ones that I can get after because they're, like, more coarse that you're like, oh, I can't, like, just... Then you can Grab pull this. those, yeah. Yeah, but the the wispy ones, I'm like, do I need to shave my face? I think I might need to. That's what microblading is, right? Yeah. yeah I, I mean, it's so. just shaving your face with a fancy name. Yeah, yeah, exactly. 
Meredith. Um, Speaking of faces, um, I just wanted to highlight this because I love it. DHC deep cleansing oil. And there's like a combo with a lip gloss, which is like right up my alley. Read the the amounts. <laughs> oh, oh, sorry. DHC deep cleaning oil, six point seven fluid ounces, and lip cream, point zero five ounces. Wow. Okay. Oh, the point zero five ounce. Yeah, it's tiny. <laughs> but I mean, I still use a cleansing oil. It's very good for taking off makeup. I still use yeah. it because I am wearing sunscreen like a good girl. Yes. Um, and it's very good for taking sunscreen off. So that's yep. this is just a plug for some DHC cleansing oil cool all right uh Mm -hmm. there's an order for some toilet paper 48 rolls uh (laughs) we only made eight cents on this but i'm willing to concede 80 80 cents oh is it 80 it takes out the zero Zero. you're right at the end you're right uh we made 80 cents which is great but i'm really glad because they probably ordered this in march right so i'm glad it finally (laughs) the the deal finally went through and and i hope you're okay and it's recycled so it probably sucks um but that also means it's good for your pipes and that's something i think about a lot these days yeah (laughs) god no um, okay, I I highlighted this next one because it is uh, uh, applicable to my kids' lives. It's Dogman, the epic collection from the creator of Captain Underpants, Dogman, one through three box set. Uh, my kids love the Dogman series. It's really stupid, but they, it's, I mean, it's stupid, but kind of cute. It's like a, not a comic book. What are they called? Um, like a, it, it sort of looks like, a, I mean, it's a book, but they've, it, graphic novel yes graphic novel that is what i'm reaching for and bridget loves them and they think that it's hilarious and anytime you mention captain underpants it is oh my dad thinks that is hilarious (laughs) (laughs) so stupid but you know what as long as they're reading and not going on the soon to be outlawed tiktok that's you know all i can yeah he's gonna sign that executive order sure that'll work (laughs) yep everyone will just (laughs) stop using it yep yep Well, let's talk about the Zebra Pen Mid Mild Liner. That's weird. Is that a is that a word? Zebra Pen Mild Liner Double Ended Highlighter Broad and Fine Tips Assorted Colors Ten Pack. Mm-hmm. Listen, when you say highlighter, when you say broad tip, when you say fine tip, when you say pens, <laughs> Anne's going to be interested in looking at that. <laughs> like, what do I use for my job? A black pen, pencils. But in my soul, I just want to color with bright colors. I know. I know. I want Mm -hmm. the 64 highlighter set. I want the double-ended Sharpies. Mm -hmm. So I spent a lot of time looking at um, Zebra products. I almost never, like, do anything with paper. But at my desk at work, I have, like, rainbow-organized highlighters and different colored pens in case I need to, like, what, grade something? I mean, there's no reason for me to actually have any of this stuff, but it's so fun and it's satisfying. No, and, uh, no. Like, every time I go to Target, in the before times, obviously, I have to go to the office supply aisle mm-hmm. and look at all the pens and pencils and markers and yes. things. Yes. Just in case. I know. Just in case. There might be something. Well, after looking at the um, long description of chair, 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 <laughs> hammock, chair, 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 <laughs> rope, uh, I was surprised to Spreader see. Spreader bar. <laughs> yeah. See, Anne. Yeah. Um, I'm just leaning into it now. It's the quiet uh, yeah, ones you, you are at this for. point. Exactly. Wow. Uh, I was struck by this description. Uh, one word, and it just says Artemis. 
and I and I thought, can you order a Greek goddess? Yes, on Amazon. I guess you can, and it's ten dollars. Get anything. Forty nine. Can I it? get the? Can I get a chub pack of six for maybe twenty six ninety nine uh, of these goddesses? I don't know. I mean, is it recommended? Do you need more so than one? So much to find out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think one goddess. Would yeah, that probably would probably be enough, be enough <laughs> for yeah. any man. Would Artemis be the one that you choose? No. No. Nope. She would kill you. Yes. She'd be it's the last true. one I'd choose. She's a very, very avid women's rights person. <laughs> yeah, I just, good. I can't deal with her. Well, this has to be something Artemis Fowl related, right? I would assume. That's kind of what maybe, I was Maybe it's just because the Flophouse just did an Artemis Fowl episode, and so it's in my brain. But Artemis chair. Artemis <laughs> <laughs> Hammock chair. The novel is around that price. Yeah, I just put Artemis into the Amazon search bar. (laughs) Not having a lot of luck. (laughs) Uh, They're sold out of her since since the pandemic. People are lonely. Audible book for Andy Weir, who wrote The Martian. Maybe somebody bought that. I don't know. That was close to the price. Something called The Hotel Artemis. Which is R-rated. Oh, yeah. Artemis is also Ooh. the goddess of chastity. Mike, you're not down with that. Yeah. 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 I'm not that, down. I'm not down. Drinking she... and fucking. <laughs> yeah. I, I, yeah. I know all about Artemis. I'm not interested. Okay. Thanks, though. Gotcha. I Here's a book her. that you should read, Mike. It's called Artemis, the Indomitable Spirit in Every Woman. Oh. oh. That sounds right up his alley. Fifteen ninety nine hardcover, but you can get it on Kindle for three ninety nine. Hmm. Or for free on Audible audiobook. Oh, with the with the uh, with the Audible trial. So, or you can get it on CD, Mike. That might be for you. <laughs> Do they have it on Laserdisc? <laughs> <sighs> Books on tape. All right, <clears throat> let's go to the Mighty Bliss, and then I don't know what this means. This N with the tilde C. Yeah, I don't. XX large electric heating pad for back pain and cramps relief. Extra large, 20 inches by 24 inches. Auto shut off heat pad with moist and dry heat. The. Mm. I'm and interested. I, like I know. This. Very interested. I, know. I had, I had a heating pad that was one of those that was clay. On the inside, so you put it in the microwave mm-hmm. and heated it up. And I really like that. I used it for years, but then the clay eventually yeah. got kind of gross, and yeah. I just never replaced it. I'm like, ooh, this might be, ladies. <laughs> Sometimes you need that. That actually sounds really nice. It does. That's a good use of forty five dollars. <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, it is. <clears throat> All right. Uh... There is a adult coloring book here, which I figure is a COVID uh, purchase. Yeah, and uh, you know, good job by by everyone. Those like, can be kind of nice and meditative. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Please read the description. Oh, uh, dots, lines, spirals, coloring book, new kind of stress relief coloring book for adults. I like it. True. I do too. Yeah. At my therapist, you can color during your session if you want to. Ooh, I like that. I do too. She's she's. I've never done it because. I don't know. I don't need it. I want to concentrate on what I'm talking about, but <laughs> mm-hmm. it could be good. Yeah, for sure. Um, next up is something that I keep having to buy over and over and over. And I don't know. The, is it OXO or is it OXO? This brand I never of kitchen know. stuff? I don't know. I don't either. Um, Nobody knows. It's, it's a good brand. It's all so. capital. So in my head, it's Oaxo. <laughs> and I love it. And like, I don't know if I've ever bought something from them that I didn't like, but nope. I buy this thing constantly because it's bears 
favorite toy. It's good grip silicone drain protector for pop-up and regular drains. Now I have a lot of hair and it's curly and I shed like a wildebeest. So (laughs) in order, I've always done this, you know, old piping or pipes or not. Um, but it's, it's this, so bear really likes to chew on silicone. If I leave like my silicone, um, uh, hot pad out, he'll chew on it. Like I have to make sure it's in a drawer while we're oh. eating dinner or he'll, I'll hear this <laughs> sound and it's him trying to eat a, a hot pad. Um, but, and there's no hiding this thing. I mean, it's in the bathtub and I'm not going to put it up every single time, but it does double duty as protecting my pipes and it's great entertainment for him. He will pick it up and throw it down the stairs and the top of its metal. And so it goes clang, 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 clang. <laughs> Um, and he chews on it and I just use it until it's not effective anymore because it's full of bite marks and half of it's gone. So I just bought another one. Um, nine ninety five, totally worth it. Nine ninety nine. Yeah. We made 30 how cents. Did, how did you get a water cat? I don't somehow. know. <laughs> he does love how it. How did I get this? I mean, I feel fully responsible for all his quirks because I raised him <laughs> by hand. So this is all my fault and I'm not sure. I'm not sure what I did wrong, but I did something wrong. <laughs> You did. Blame the mother. Yep. He's a All right, I just, but oh my God. I thought this one was worth mentioning. Yes. We know who purchased this. <laughs> the Haribo gummy candy fruit salad five mm. pound bag. Mm. Or wait, uh, if I'm going to be true to Bobby's voice, I should yep. say the gummy candy fruit salad. 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 <laughs> Which is at Mike's house? Yep. Oh, oh man. Yep. Never made it onto the trip. Listen. Oh well. All right. Yeah. Yep. And and that is the last of it. Of course, there were many more items on the list. Um. Oh, oh no! Somebody returned the heating pad for back yeah. pain and crash no! relief. I didn't see that. I guess they didn't. Why? Like you know. Tell us why. Give us your whoever it is. You know. Give us your consumer report on it. I know. I need to know what the issue why did with you it is. It? Yeah. I could have made a very big mistake. Ugh. We'll see. All right. So those are just some of the things that you bought. We celebrate your purchases. Mm-hmm. Yes. We don't you. shame your purchases. No roasting. No. We should say that our total haul from this was $49.42. Oh, That's so close, so to, close two to two jams. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the problem with jams is you can't round up. Yeah. Right. You, you have to hit the threshold. <sighs> well, we'll get there next time. I, f- I was under the mistaken impression that I wasn't allowed to use this link, and I am, so next time it'll be fine. Oh. Yep. $75 at least. Yeah, all cat food. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Are we ready to go to Tishi Recommends? Yes. Let's go. All right, this is me because I am a basic bitch. And on like last week, I was on Facebook and I'm <laughs> okay. So there's a podcast I recommended earlier, like a while ago, called Who Weekly, and they have so many groups that are spun off it. Like, think of something of interest to anybody, and there is a group for it, like a Who Weekly version of it. So, the, of course, there's like a Taylor Swift fandom group <laughs> associated with it that I am in. And Last Thursday, I think, they were like, oh, my God, Taylor Swift is going to have a new album come out at midnight tonight. And everybody was swirling and very excited about it, as, you know, as well as I, me, because I used to hate her and now I love her. Anyway, the album is called Folklore, uh, lowercase f, obviously, because she's very, like, woman of the woods now. 
Um, it you is... can't hit the shift key when you're <laughs> I know. that holistic. Uh, I know. But Who has I, time when you're is, activizing? True. It is not something I would listen to to like pump me up because it's not poppy at all. It is very, I mean, it was produced in, with like the national, people from the national and Boney Vare sings a song with her. So it is very like. Oh, so it's to put yourself to sleep. Okay. Yes. Yes. It. It is very, but it is like, it gives me vibes of like being 17 and kind of longing for a boy or whatever. Anyway, I find it very enjoyable. You have to sort of be in the mood to listen to it, but I really enjoyed it. I think that her songwriting is impeccable on it. That's, that, that's the thing with her is she's not, she's not the strongest singer, like by a long shot, but, um, but she's a good songwriter. And I, there's a bunch, the one is, that's the first song on it. And that's, that's probably the, one of the poppiest songs. And that's, I think my favorite song on it. So I like folklore a lot. Um, and this is just, I think I've recommended this before, but even though it is approximately 1 billion degrees in Texas and it's humid and it's disgusting, I try to go on a long walk every morning and I don't know, probably like about an hour and it really clears my head and makes kind of sets the tone for the day. Honestly, I'm not even going like at a clip. I mean, occasionally I'll pick up the pace a little bit, but, um, I don't know. It just has really been helpful for my my mental state to walk for a very, very long time. If you move too slowly in Texas, the insects can overwhelm you. So, <laughs> I know. Um, just keep keep moving, keep moving. or, or keep you'll, moving. you'll be consumed. That's actually a little side thing that I have found, and I think I've talked about this, but there is a whole like, green belt all around my neighborhood that I just had no yeah. idea, like living here, no idea. And I found all, like, I'll occasionally get lost. I'm like, wait, where am I? Um, and it's sort of majestic and pretty. It's beautiful. Yeah, that's it's nice. really, really nice. So that's kind of been a, a bright spot. And I have not, I mean, I'll take Rory out every once in a while because he is like a puppy, but really I just like need to be by myself. And, well, his so. army men need to go on maneuvers. <sighs> yeah. And, uh, and now he's obsessed. He's really, really obsessed with the DC universe. And I just like can't handle it. I'm like, Dave, this is your child. I can't. <laughs> I don't mean Washington, D.C. I mean, like, Batman. And <laughs> right. <laughs> I wish it was Washington, D.C., because I could talk about that. But That no. Mitch McConnell. <laughs> I know. Oh. <laughs> uh, no, now he's just, like, talking about the people that live in Metropolis as opposed to the, how Batman lives in Gotham. And I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, I it, just the- immediately fall asleep. <laughs> I know. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's, that's it. That's it. All right. Uh, this is where we would normally do a shameless Amazon plug of the week, but... We've just talked about all kinds of awesome things. Go yes. buy can... any of those things. Yeah. Except know, for that heating things. pad, I guess. <laughs> I, know. I know. We were excited about it, but it sucks, I guess. Well, uh, maybe maybe we should put the link for the the chair. The hammock oh, yes, the chair. Hammock chair, chair. Super chair, large chair. hanging chair. Yeah. chair, chair. Soft spun cotton rope chair. weaving chair. Well, hardwood. if we do, we need to tell people what it actually is. I still am not sure. <laughs> That's going to be the show pick. Yep. <laughs> The chair, 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 chair. Okay, while you're buying stuff from Amazon, buy stuff from us. Uh, we still have merch up, and it's great at thisshowhaseverything.com. Click the shop button. You can always rate and review us. We appreciate that. Give us five stars and then talk shit. We don't care. Yes. Um, and then, of course, do your Amazon shopping through our link so that we can get your entertaining purchases on this list, and you kick us a few cents each time you buy something, and it keeps us afloat. Yeah. Um, okay, and get involved. The website is thisshowhaseverything.com. 
We still have throwyourphone.com. Um, the Facebook group, as usual, is really, really fun. That's where we learned about, you know, space camp being in trouble and also talking about first pitches. So please join us <laughs> if you want to. Um, email us at tshe at 10710.com. Send us a voice memo, please. We haven't gotten one in a while. I would love it. Ask us anything. Ask me anything. I will answer anything. I have no shame. Listen, if, it's, if this is like um, being in school. If somebody doesn't volunteer... The teacher's going to call. I know. I am. We're well, going to call out a listener and tell them you have they to have to send, send in a voice memo. <laughs> voice memo. Yeah. I mean, seriously. Oh my God, please. Let's just like put their names in a hat and we're going to, we're going to choose somebody. Get ready. Um, fax Bobby your butt at 617-354-8513. Um, thanks for joining us, y'all. This was a hodgepodge, but it was, really was everything. It was everything. It was. Like it, it was everything to me. <laughs> chair, 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 chair. <laughs> this was every chair. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many chairs here. I'm freaking out. I'm doing good. I'm on some new shit. Been saying yes instead of no. I thought I saw you at the bus stop. I didn't though. Tonight, I hit the Sunday matinee. You know, the greatest films of all time were never made. I guess you never know, never know. And if you wanted me, you really should have showed. And if you never bleed, you're never gonna grow. And it's all right now. But we were something, don't you think so? Roaring twenties, tossing pennies in the pool And if my wishes came true It would have been you In my defense I have none For never leaving well enough alone But it would have been fun If you would have been the one on your own You meet some woman on the internet and take her home We never painted by the numbers, baby But we were making it count You know the greatest loves of all time are over now I guess you never know, never know And it's another day waking up alone with something, don't you think so? Roaring twenties, tossing pennies in the pool And if my wishes came true It would have been you In my defense, I have none But never leaving well enough alone But it would have been fun If you would have been the one Persist and resist the temptation to ask you if one thing had been different. Would everything be different today? We were something, don't you think so? Rose flowing with your chosen family, and it would have been sweet if it could have been me. In my defense, I have none. 
Digging up the grave another time